When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Earthshot Prize is an ambitious environmental program created by His Royal Highness Prince William to find and develop solutions for the climate emergency. This year's prizes were awarded last month at a ceremony in London. The prize for the Fix Our Climate category went to company Enapter, which developed a technology called AEM Hydrogen Electrolyzer. I am Jacopo Russo, and I spoke to Enapter's co-founder Jan Justus Schmidt and to Cambridge University engineering professor David Sebon to find out firstly what an electrolyzer is and more importantly, what hydrogen can do for us in a sustainable economy. The hydrogen electrolyzer is a machine that splits water into its constituents, hydrogen and oxygen gas. And this is super important because it is the missing link to convert renewable electricity into a gas that can be used to power all of the non-electric energy use cases. The technology developed by Enapter relies on a so-called AEM electrolyzer, which stands for anion exchange membrane. This is the key component that separates the hydrogen and oxygen gases that form when water is split. By building an electrolyzer using AEMs rather than other established technologies, we, we are combining the benefits from the existing technologies liquid alkaline and PEM electrolyzers. Alkaline and PEM, which stands for proton exchange membrane, are two other ways electrolyzers are made today. The former is cheaper and the latter is more efficient. Enapter's winning design found a combination that has both advantages in making clean hydrogen. Now, we already use hydrogen today for many applications, mostly in oil refining and to make fertilizers. But the way in which it's made is not sustainable. Can hydrogen electrolyzers help with that? David Sabon. Current hydrogen production is about 2 to 3% of the world's greenhouse gas emissions. And that is really a lot. About the same as the aviation industry. That means that there is a huge market for hydrogen already. That hydrogen is all what is called grey hydrogen. That is 98% of it is made from natural gas or made from coal, uh, black hydrogen. All of that is emitting carbon dioxide. So the first market for hydrogen is to replace all of that. There's plenty of market for them. There's a huge market to get their technology working. That's really where they need to start. Replacing emitting hydrogen then is a priority. But can green hydrogen also help us to stop relying so much on fossil fuels? Here's what Jan said. When we look at the global final energy consumption, actually we see that only 20% of final energy consumption is in the form of electricity. 80% is in the form of molecules, so it's oil and gas that is used in transportation, it's used in, in heavy industry, it's used for heating our homes. All of these industries cannot be easily electrified. So it's great that the cost of renewable electricity is falling lower and lower, and that's absolutely needed also the prerequisite for producing cost-effective green hydrogen. And then the green hydrogen is the vehicle to bring that low-cost electricity into all of those other energy vectors. We have great applications in long-term energy storage with our electrolyzers, but also we see very quickly growing demand for hydrogen mobility, for cars, for airplanes, for snowmobiles, and so on. And we also see a growing market replacing the grey hydrogen in industrial use cases producing green methane and producing green ammonia. 
These are some of the potential uses of hydrogen. A particularly important one is energy storage, which means storing the excess electricity you sometimes get with renewables in hydrogen that can then be burned when needed at no extra emissions. In fact, many of the uses we make of fossil fuels can be replaced by supplying renewable electricity directly. Electric cars are an example, or as we heard on the news recently, replacing gas boilers with heat pumps. But in some cases, direct electrification is not possible. Is hydrogen a solution to this problem? David Sebon. It is a solution to some problems. There are some places where we absolutely need hydrogen. For example, about 1% of the world's carbon emissions go into making fertilizer, and that fertilizer is needed to feed the world's populations. We absolutely can't do without it. There are other places where hydrogen can be used for things like making steel instead of using coking coal as a lower carbon way to make steel. That is possible and that looks reasonably attractive. Personally, I think that aviation is the most likely place that hydrogen will be used at large scale, but it won't be used as hydrogen in tanks. It will be converted into e-fuels, so-called synthetic fuels, and used as a drop-in replacement for distillate, which is used now in aircraft. And the reason that you need to do that is because aircraft have a very long lifetime, typically 30 years. Some aircraft that are being built now will still be flying in 2050. If those aircraft are to be decarbonized, they have to be decarbonized through changing their fuel. You can't just replace the whole aircraft. A lot of the energy we use, though, goes to heating our homes and driving our cars. Is it a good idea to use hydrogen directly as a fuel in these cases? Not really, because you lose efficiency, as David Sabon explains. So each time you, you change energy from one form to another, there's losses. When you take electricity and you use it to electrolyze seawater, you lose about 25% of the energy. And that's just gone. That just goes away as heat. Can new technologies make efficiency better? Or is there some sort of hard limit? It's generally the case that the efficiency problems are intrinsic thermodynamic problems. Not all of them, but many of them are. That means that you can make incremental improvements by putting lots of smart engineering in, spending lots of money on it, uh, hydrogen electrolyzer a bit more efficient. You can make a fuel cell a bit more efficient. But generally, they're operating at efficiencies which are pretty much governed by the laws of thermodynamics. You can, you can tweak them a little bit. What does Enapter's co-founder Jan think of experts who say that electrification is in many cases a more efficient option than hydrogen? They're of course correct that when you can, using the electricity produced from renewable sources directly is the best way to go. But the nature of renewables is that they are intermittent. They're not always there when you need them at the point of use. And so energy storage will play an important role. Batteries are a good solution for many things, and they are very complementary technology to hydrogen. So where you have short-term energy storage requirements um, or high-power short-term energy requirements, batteries are great. Where you need to store large amounts of power for longer periods of time, that's where hydrogen is needed, where batteries uh, will not be able to provide all the solutions. 